Giving up and giving in, tell me, in this house of mine Nothing ever comes without a consequence, it costs, tell me, will the stars align? Will heaven step in, will it save us from a sin, will it? Cause this house of mine stands strong That's the price you pay Leave behind your heart Brand new uh, Imagine Dragons brings us into the Parish Fletcher podcast episode. What number is it again? Uh, 8,763,002. Done a lot of episodes. Yes. All from the SodaStick.com studios powered by Warrior Hockey. That's a lot of episodes, dude. It is. I Holy can't believe moly. you haven't gotten sick of me yet. I Well, I have. Well, no, that... It's okay. You'll be all right. Um, how was soccer last night? Soccer was soccer. Uh, they I, kick balls. Yeah, uh, it, it, I, I liked watching the World Cup, and uh, without someone explaining to me what was going on, I found it kind of difficult on why they were blowing whistles and all that thing. Yeah, but uh, no, it was good. I was. Uh, you understand? Hoping offsides? there was going to be more people. Yeah, that they got it. So Tyler George and I were talking about that. They they, they just got to get rid of that. They got to. They they should. It's there's <laughs> too can't. many people. There's too many people out there. So they should either take <laughs> take away people, or or uh-huh. yeah, just let like. Go like it's like the two line pass in hockey. You're just you're you're crunching everybody into a, a spot. Why can't they just send somebody down like roller hockey? Float, into, yeah, float somebody, some cherry picker, or Dave something. Spihar, somebody keeps them on their toes or something. Literally have a striker just stand by the other goaltender. Can also other ten sorry, other people goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, get away in, in soccer. There's enough yeah. other Football. people that I think they can cover for him. I see. I like the offsides rule because it's you know you can't get behind the defender until the ball is struck. That's the rule. Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought it was until the so so whenever the no the so passer I, once he kicks once he it, kicks it you can go. I thought it was like you couldn't get there until the ball no or something. And he can like strike. I said I needed the announcer. It's the time the timing of it is like that's what the art is of it kind of is if if you got a really fast guy defender is you know a few feet in front of him and these dudes have chemistry he hits a a long cross over he beats the guy because guy doesn't know because they anticipate it. The beauty of it. It is. Uh, it is pretty impressive. Uh, it's the beautiful game. They say how well they can control things with their feet and make those kind of plays. And dude, think about like, think it's, how it's big pretty that, incredible. Think how big that field is. It's way too big. Now you put a what they call world class cross. You know, you're talking sixty yards mm-hmm. on and, a guy's foot, and it's like nothing to them. Like I they know. don't even look like they're kicking it that hard. It's it's, it's crazy. It's unreal. I went curve. Yeah, two years ago when it was here, and it was it was cool. Or like when the, yeah, there was, a, I don't remember any names, of course, but somebody just, I mean, I, I don't know, five-hold a guy? I don't know what they call it in soccer. Five-hold yeah, like yeah. And it Nutmeg, blew my mind that, Nutmeg, that, like, the way he just turned this guy inside out. And it's like a big ball. It just seems like for the defender, it'd be so easy to just, okay, just get a piece of it or whatever. So when guys can stick stick handle, foot handle? Foot, footwork. Footwork. Yeah. Footwork. Uh, it's pretty 
goddamn impressive, actually. Yeah. It's it's uh, and it, it's just exhausting. Like I said, that's mainly why I want the field to be smaller because I maybe would try it. If I didn't You're have to playing. run that stinking much. You wouldn't try even if the field was a third of that size because you would have to run at all. That's my point. Yeah, but you wouldn't even if it was a third. You'd still have to run. You still wouldn't do it. Don't worry about it. No, Let them play I'd the cherry game. Cherry pick. <laughs> you can't. You'd be offside. <laughs> There's no refs in my game. Um, okay, so I'm gonna summarize. I'm gonna I'm gonna sum up our day at home yesterday in one photo. Okay. Granted, the audience doesn't get to see this. That's. But you've never seen this picture that I'm about to show you. Okay. I, I believe get, you. I want to get your reaction just on one just one quick glance. <laughs> uh, big sister doorknob. Um, shopping cart. Shopping cart fell out of. Ooh, my, Turner did that once, and Nikki my, was horrified. My two-year-old fell out of a shopping cart yesterday. Ooh, she landed on her eye. On her face. Oh, poor girl. Look at this. Like this. Here's another shot. Like that was earlier. The and one that, you saw oh, was yeah. this. Oh, look at the, the one you saw yeah. was this morning. Uh, just to make, but if you could, you, on this one you can kind of see how the black and blueness goes up to the hairline. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm, we're, I bet we're Mama lucky. feels pretty. She feels off. Yeah. She feels like the worst mom on Nick, the planet. Nick, when that when that happened, you know, she's trying to explain it, but anybody that's had kids, you you know that it takes a split second for anything mm-hmm. like that to happen. And of course, right yep. when you turn to grab something off the shelf or checking the ingredients, whatever the heck, you know, shopping list, boom, that's all it takes. Yep. And, and and she's squirrely. See, with Elsie, we never had to worry about it. Our oldest, we never had to worry about it. She would never even dare do that. Yeah. But Evan is, she's, you know, she's uh, she's got a mind of her own and uh, doesn't really ask for permission. She just does. And, yeah, I you know what? And I know exactly how she feels. Do you remember you remember our house in Rogers? Remember those, those the 15 hardwood floor stairs? Yep. Elsie went down all of them when she was, just started crawling, basically, on my watch. On my watch. Oof. I felt, that, you know, yep, I mean, it feels... was, I was shaking for, you know, a few hours after that. And oh, yeah. you feel awful. Yep. I mean, this stuff happens, though. But, yeah, I had to, <laughs> oh, my gosh, she, she calls me. She's like, she FaceTimes me. And when I answer, it's my wife. I'm like, that's weird. Anytime they FaceTime, it's the kids. Yeah. It's her. I'm like, and immediately, I'm like, well, that and she tried calling and it disconnected. And then she tried calling back. And so that it was the first flag, like. Oh, you're, you really, really want to get a hold of me on FaceTime. And then it's her face, not theirs. And she's just like got this look on her face like she's holding back tears. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, what happened? You knew instantly, like, uh, oh, just tell me. Well, seeing her face, if she had told me shopping cart right out of the gate, I'd have just, I mean, I would have assumed they were at the emergency room. I mean, think about that. Two-year-old, I was shopping fall, cart. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not like you're falling 80 feet, but if you if it's directly in your head... You gotta crack that thing open. I mean, who knows? Granted, mm-hmm. they're way more made of rubber and more resilient. Oh yeah, that's they're pliable, so they survive the parents. Yeah, unbelievable, right? <laughs> parents, that's funny. Yeah, I, that was uh, so. That was interesting. Unbelievably, no concussion symptoms. She was a little sleepy, from what we understand. When they when they cry, when they react like that, doctor said that their body exerts so much energy that their inst- is that the bot then that makes them sleep, and that's why they become sleepy and. Went into the doctor as soon as he put the light in her eye. She woke up and was like herself again. Yeah. But no broken bones, no nothing. The eyeball in there this morning is, is it's not red or anything like that. The eyeball is fine. It's just the area around it. She can barely open her eye. I mean, her eyes. she looks like sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard anybody compare uh, their baby to sloth. Well, but, that's uh... kind of what she looks like right now. <laughs> 
Or she looks now like... it's just a funny story. Everybody's safe and something. She looks like Tony Twist? I don't know. I mean, he never well, lost Tony a, Twist, I was going to say. He never say, lost a I don't fight, think though, he, did he? he? Well, everybody loses a fight every now and then. Probably on his way up, but... Uh, Who was say, a bad fighter? Who got their ass kicked on a regular basis and they had black eyes all the time? Jimmy Cummings. All right, Jimmy Cummings. She looks like Jimmy Cummings. He, he was a great guy, great teammate. He would fight absolutely anybody, but man, it seemed like he lost like 90% of them. <laughs> and just... Oh, he, oh man, there was one, he got in two different fights uh, in Madison Square Garden, I can't remember, Dale Purrington and Sandy McCarthy, and it, it looked like he was in a car crash. I mean, his face was mangled from the first one, wow. and then he got beat up again, the, oh, and he just, he stood, he, sta- he was, he's, I mean, tough as hell, he stays right in there, he'd, he'd rarely go down, but he just, I mean, to the point where, good lord. Just doesn't that the other be, guy feel bad at some point? I that would have been just, the oh. that, that would have been the worst part about being a fighter in the NHL, I think, or in just hockey. In hockey in general, is if you get your face destroyed and your hands are destroyed, and then you have to go do it again like three nights later. Like that would just be, oh, I don't want to throw a punch with this fist. You become what's and, that? What's that called again? Ambidextrous. Yeah. Turn into a lefty and a righty. I don't. I just to like this one. I can't throw a punch with this one, so I got to throw one with this one. And I've seen maybe a kick or something. I've seen know. guys when their their hands have gotten so bad that they won't. And usually the the worst one is the one holding the jersey. Yeah. Oh, right. Because the right, fingers right. they get caught up and guys go down. They get and broken, right? Just fingers get awful broken, and it's yeah. the one they hold off with. Yeah. But obviously they can't really wear a glove with that one. They can't get a grip. Right. But I've seen guys just keep their glove on because they they've got broken knuckles or they've gotten whatever. So they'll literally they'll grab on, but they'll be punching with a glove. Um. So we've got a guest with us this week. We uh, do. But I want to touch on one last thing before we get to said guest. Okay. Um, I had the uh, the good fortune of going up to Warroad this past weekend for yes. their, uh, their celebrity golf tournament. Uh, and the biggest reason I want to touch on this is that as many years as I've been on the earth, I'm not going to say how many that is. It's been a lot, enough. Uh, with my family being from Roseau, I've never been through Warroad. I've literally never wow. been in Warroad. This is the first time I've been uh, to the rink. That'd be like impossible for a hockey guy. No, because I had no interest in going to Warroad. Go Big Green. It was all about Rozo. Had one aunt that defected. She married a Warroad guy. The rest of the family stopped talking to her, of course. <laughs> Kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, I got a good taste of it this weekend. And uh, just a, a huge thanks to Willie Marvin and the, and the Marvin family for uh, for the accommodations. It was unbelievable to take, the, to take the jet up. And uh, I tell you what, very impressed with that community. Yeah. Uh, just unbelievable how they rally around each other and um i'm sure there's that in rosa but i just i don't know that i ever maybe because i never had as much uh, didn't have this kind of a, a, a setting but i would argue that maybe that they're a little even more a little even more a little even more a le- little even more tight-knit than than their friends 20 or their their rivals i should say they're not friends 22 miles west um an unbelievable just insane i also got to find out uh that i got to learn that my aunt Deanna, who I have just, you know, she's just on Deanna to me, lady that I open Christmas presents next to all the time, you know. Mm. She's a rock star of a teacher. I have a picture, I have a great picture with, um, there, I mean, maybe, I don't, you probably haven't heard of these guys, but um, Larry Olam, he was okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was, I think he's either the points leader or one of the top point uh, producers at the U of M. He was okay at hockey. He's up there. T... TJ, I think TJ mm-hmm. Oshi is that how you say yeah. his name? Right, he did okay, right? Did he have an okay season? Uh, yeah, he's been having a few okay seasons. And then some dude uh, of all of all of them, you probably least know Dave Christian. I think that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. He won a 
won some meaningless medal, I think, once upon a time in some tournament somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, do we believe in miracles wasn't or something a, like wasn't that? Wasn't a big deal at all. All of them separately, that, that was the inspiration for this picture. All of them separately said, my favorite teacher of any level, of any class, hands down, was my aunt, Deanna. So uh, oh, I was like, awesome. I've got to get a, and then the, the crazy guy holding all the stuff is the, is Blaine, who was pretty damn good, uh, my uncle Blaine. He was pretty damn good. Uh, he was an Olympic goalie in 72 and 76. Larry anyway. Larry looks identical still. What's that's that? Like, that's how Larry looked in college. Like, With the perfect gray. hair. Yeah. yeah. yeah There's a little bit of gray in there, but eh. yeah, but Dave Christian hardly, I mean, he looks yeah. like he, anyway. So a huge thanks to Warroad. Unbelievable community. Really cool event. And uh, congratulations to them on uh, on such a, a great event. And speaking of the that meaningless medal in some random tournament, um, the nineteen eighty Miracle on Ice uh, was uh, was was led by uh, Herb Brooks, of course, right? We've legendary. got the exact, we've got the yeah, legendary is just the beginning, I think, probably of how you describe that guy. Icon, he's a Minnesota icon. No I, I consider him one of the Minnesota hockey godfathers. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Herb Brooks. We've got the executive director of the Herb Brooks Foundation, John Cherney, with us. How are you? Great. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoying all the, the ramblings? I love it. And, and there's so many um, roundabout things that I could jump into, whether it was the soccer or the golf tournament. <laughs> you should have jumped had. in. Well, I wanted to wait my turn, but That's it's interesting because our foundation is located up at the National Sports Center where they yeah. just had the USA Cup and right. 55 uh, soccer fields and 1,100 teams. And I, I was laughing and smiling about what, how, how Mark was uh, talking about his <laughs> exploits <laughs> or as, as, a, as a parent watching kids play soccer. And then you just mentioned Dave Christian, who uh, is going to be joining us on Monday at our tournament as well as a couple other Miracle players. Who else will be there? Uh, Rob McClanahan will be nice. there, Buzz mm -hmm. Schneider. Nice. And Gary Smith, who was, uh, nice. he, he's going to be joining us nice. too. So, uh, and we're going to have, you know, quite an event. Uh, a lot of golfers, a lot of great supporters, and a lot of real uh, VIPs. And of course, Paul, you're one of them. And <laughs> unfortunately, Mark is out of town, or he'd be another. I know you guys have been uh, great supporters yeah. of the foundation over the years. So, do thank not like you. missing that one. Sorry. Yeah, you uh you're the one that uh, I I believe I was introduced to it last year yeah. via Mark. So it's uh, uh, great event. I know you like making it there. Well, that and I mean even if honestly I think I can speak for Mark and saying even if you're golfed out, that's one that you still get to yeah. because it's it's Herb Brooks. And it's it, and and a uh, uh like a selfish side of it. For me it's a lot of fun just to see a lot of buddies that I haven't seen for the summer or if they've been away playing somewhere else. It's you know, there's a lot of hockey guys that I Sometimes only see that day of the week or that day of the week, that day of the summer. So yeah, there's there's a lot of reasons I like to go there. Well, there, and it, I'm glad you said that because you know just some of the people, you know, young Jake Ensel will be playing. Oh wow, nice. The, Bro the Broughton brothers will be playing. Nice. Um, the Brzezinski's. I mean, we're almost thinking about recalling our tournament, the Brzezinski Classic, because we got like the dad and the brothers, and so we got a lot of a lot of those guys. We've got Bob Motzko, the new Gopher coach. Brett Larson, the new SoundCloud State coach, you know, they're all, you know, Herbie disciples. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it's funny, Mark was talking about using, and, and you were too, Paul, using certain words to describe Herb Brooks. And these are the words I, you know, iconic, legendary, you know, and, and he's on the Mount Rushmore of all sports coaches in my book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's Wooden-like, he's Lombardi-like, Herb Brooks Agreed. is right there. Agreed. And, um, and in this state, it doesn't get any better than that. No. 
I mean, it, it to me, I, I have a, I, have, I, I often, I don't often struggle for words. I, I talk a lot. And uh, with him, though, I don't think Legend and Godfather and Icon even cover it. I mean, uh, when uh, you know, uh, thanks to the Herb Brooks Foundation, I was out in Lake Placid back in March, which we covered like a, a we covered that one with a blanket. We talked about it in many, many episodes because it was just so, uh, you know, it was just so, it was an unbelievable life experience. To put it that way. Um, and, and me and one of the guys that was out there who had been at, I think all the camps, uh, a guy by the name of John Barr, NHL to Seattle, that, yep. that guy. Yep. Um, that gold medal, uh, we came to the conclusion that that gold medal is, uh, responsible for uh, the way hockey is in this country right now. If they don't win, if they don't, cause I mean, you think about it, the, there was no hockey in California in 1980. I mean, sure you had the Kings or whatever, but. There was no, I don't think there was probably, granted I didn't live there, but my guess is there was probably no structure, no no system in place that went down to the kids, etc. Uh, you've got Austin Matthews changing the face of one of the most proud Canadian franchises in hockey history. and He's from Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. That probably doesn't happen. Maybe that kid is born with that talent and he doesn't even realize it because the Americans didn't win the gold medal. They didn't do that in 1980, and and Herb Brooks was the, obviously the catalyst of all that. You know, yeah. I think I can I can now say comfortably after going to the camp that the players largely give him credit. I mean, they still had to play. They still had to earn it, obviously. But his philosophy and his his mind games, so to speak, and and the way he went about them made them who they were. Yeah, I I don't know what's more impressive when you look at his career his legacy uh, herb's legacy if it's the growth of the game or just his flat-out success i don't know which one's more impressive i think they're intertwined because and that's part of the mission of the foundation is obviously to help grow the game as a lot of people in hockey but ours is focusing on the youth what you were just talking about too Mm -hmm. paul is and it's not just you know, the Austin Matthews or the Jason Zuckers, who's from Vegas, is right. another one of those markets where non-traditional hockey market. It's getting young kids involved who might not have the ability to get involved, be it for logistical reasons or financial reasons, and just getting kids to love the game. Because the game, like all team sports, teaches you valuable life lessons. Absolutely. And that's what it's really about. And that's what our foundation is about. And we're blessed. As wonderful as a mentor, coach, motivator, Herb is... He also has two wonderful kids, yeah. Dan Brooks and Kelly Brooks Paradise, who are part of the foundation also, yeah. along with a whole bunch of really great board of directors that are helping us reach you know, certain goals and, and grow the mission and, and have an opportunity to, to speak with you two guys here and use it as a platform to help spread goodwill uh, among people, corporate people, the philanthropic community. So it's all great. But. But these words, these adjectives to describe Herb Brooks, it's, it's infinite. And, and, and it's on our website, too. It's funny. The masthead of our website talks about you know, making sure that we continue to speak and the, grow the legacy of the legend who he was as a coach and a man. And our website and a lot of our social media platforms continue to, to talk about that. And then we're connecting the kids to that. I think, you know, to answer your question, my take on growth, the growth of the game versus his success, I think the growth of the game 
I, in my opinion, kind of far outweighs the success because the growth of the game lives way beyond him. You know, uh, two of my two of my favorite stories have to do with the growth of the game. Um, one of them is your story, actually. When you and and Matt Cullen had just decided to go to St. Cloud State, yep. you remember you saw them, you yeah. saw Herb, and you guys were blown. I love this. They were blown away that he knew who they were, which you know, I mean, this is Mark Parrish, right? But at the time, you were Herb Brooks. You were a little baby. You were a little baby, Mark yeah. Mark Parrish. And, <clears throat> and what's Cullen done? <laughs> I mean, here's a guy who is Golden Gopher through and through. And I just remember what he said to you. He said to you guys, I'm so glad you're going to St. Cloud State. You're, yep. They're finally getting a couple of guys who are going to change that program. And he's right. I mean, look at where that... God, are we giving you all that credit? Jeez. You're responsible for the program? My God, that's not fair. I, I'm just one of many people I know, that was but... touched or, or my career was helped along, not just from that moment, uh, but, you know, St. Cloud would St. Cloud have been D1 had he not gone there. And and if, if you, not just in this state and, and in this country, but internationally, France. Right. He took over right. France. Yeah. Uh, and I was on the world champion. Actually, both Kelly and I were on the same world championship team when we lost to them one nothing, And that was the biggest moment in French yeah. hockey history. Right. So now we're starting to see players come from France. How much did that moment 20 years ago, how do you say influence do you, hockey in France? How do you say, how, do you believe in miracles in French? In French. Merci. Right. Uh, but the point, my my point though was, is, you know, here you got a gopher coach. And, and I mean, he really, you know, he had his time with St. Cloud State, but it was relatively brief. I think his heart was maroon and gold. Uh, and he wasn't like, he didn't even give you crap. And like, not that he would have really been angry about it. But he didn't even give you crap about, ah, oh, he went to the wrong school. His no, first thought is, he was, yep. yeah, I'm so glad you're going to St. Cloud State. Because yeah. he, the growth of the game was the most important thing to him. Mm-hmm. My other favorite story is one that Dan told me. He said he was, I think he texted me or called me for something. He's like, I just got off the ice. It was so great. I was out with uh, a couple of, um, I think they were Somali girls in full burqa. He's like, I was she's like, one of them's two handed me in the back of the legs. Like, what we're playing? Like, you know, and, and he, so here you've got, I mean, picture that. Yeah. Picture two Somali girls in, in their traditional burqa with hockey skates on, gloves, and a stick. I mean, if that doesn't sum up the effects of the, the impact of her Brooks, I don't know what does. Yeah. You know? And it, you know, it's like our Hendrickson Foundation. We've got our hashtag is, is hockey changes lives. And it's, it isn't just some dumb game. I mean, it is just some dumb game. <laughs> but it, it, can, it can have such a huge impact on lives. Like all the stuff I just said about World. I mean, getting buddies together, bonding camaraderie, you know, actual physical exercise, getting out of the house, building self-confidence, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, we're all, we're all connected in that. And that's what's great about the hockey community is I think we all uh, have aligned interests. We yeah. all want young people to get exposed to the game, to become productive members of society. And sports is a great avenue to do Absolutely. that. And so, you know, we're, you know our, with what we've got going with the foundation, I mean, that, it, it, you're right, it starts with Herb. And then it moves itself to Dan yep. and and Kelly, and then people like Doug Johnson and Winnie Bro Brown, who's on our board. Um, Robbie McClanahan is on it. We've got really a bunch of really engaged people. Uh, Jim Boo, former Gophers, on it. John Cherney. John Cherney's on it. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I just came on board in March. <laughs> yeah. So, and I uh, my background's more sports TV and marketing. I used to work for the previous uh, Midwest Sports Channel, which was the predecessor oh, wow. to FSN. Yeah. So my, my yeah. background's more in sports television. Yeah. And I got indoctrinated to go for hockey. And, and actually, even before that, I worked for the Sports Network 
uh, back in Washington, D.C. that covered the Washington Caps. So, you know, so I, but, but there was only like 12,300 hockey fans in D.C. Yeah. back then. You come here to the state of hockey, it's a whole different animal. Yeah, right. And then, and then, um, you know, Friday night, go for hockey, and Saturday night, appointment television on the yeah. U.S. Sports Channel. Yeah. And so I, I've been blessed to be able to be part of this this community, and now to be part of this foundation that's doing, you know, all kinds of really great things. And my mom is happy because she was a do-gooder. She was a social worker back in Allentown, mm, yeah. Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And now here I'm doing good, as opposed to chasing <laughs> a buck for, a, you know, a, a major you know, conglomerate publicly held corporation. So I didn't know that about you and MSC. I can still hear Frank Mazzocco saying on MSC. Like I can, <laughs> that's so funny that you said that. It's just like that. And I can't yeah. even see the logo, the red with the MSC. Yeah. The, oh yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. And then we had our 10th anniversary, you know, Kevin Couture and Kevin Smith who worked also for the, you know, they, we, we had our 10th anniversary and we created the new logo and, we had, you know, Frank was just a terrific play-by-play -play guy. Oh, yeah. And then we also had, you know, Tom Reed, before he went to the Wild, was the gopher analyst. And then we even had Reed Larson one of the years. That was oh, fun. Reed Larson. I you know, love it. I had a lot of fun with him and Moro, yeah. by the way, yeah. Yeah, Reed Larson He's was doing great. it. He's and great. Then, yeah. And then, um, you know, even Tom Chor This I, I left, you know, and Chor is playing in our tournament, Tom Chorsky. Boy, has he gotten really good at, you know, becoming an, an, an analyst now. Yeah. And, you know, we got guys, you know... You look at the list. Pat Micheletti, who's been very helpful for a foundation, he's playing in the He's tournament. playing too. Yeah, oh, yes. Wow. Pat will be out there. He's going to be in the group with the Broughtons and with Wally <laughs> Chapman. They got some oh, kind of group. That's a great. They group. got some group going. Great group. And um, so, it, to what you said earlier, Mark, it's going to be a great way for for people to if they haven't seen each other in a while to to get together to have fun. And, and we're here to raise money because what we do with the money is we buy ice time for the kids. So all this that we do for the kids is at no cost to them. So we buy ice time. We give them skates and helmets and sticks. Great coaching. Joe Dizik is our head of hockey. Uh, Callie Funk runs our Rink Rats program for the kids. We have outstanding coaches and volunteers that get involved. Doug Johnson, extremely involved, former publisher of Let's Play Hockey. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and he's very instrumental. And he was great uh, a couple weeks ago in helping orchestrate the Stanley Cup showing up at Powderhorn Park where we had all the kids from the Dynamites and the Herb Brooks Foundation, as well as the Hendrickson Foundation. And we must have had 500 kids at Powderhorn Park on That's a gorgeous awesome. Saturday yeah. afternoon. And so, you know, when, when you look at what we're doing right now, it's all about raising awareness. And so being here with you guys today, talking about what we're doing is great for the foundation. So thanks. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. It's a no-brainer. you kidding me? You've got... You, you, you know, say no. <laughs> they, well, the, yeah, I mean, A, the legacy alone, B... You sent me to Lake Placid. Yeah. You're, right? So, well, so you've well, got a you've we got are a life arm on you now. Paul. You've got a life. You've got a lifetime. You've got a lifetime invite as long as this podcast oh, is good. around. Good. So, mm -hmm. I mean, duh. Well, and, and you know, I see you just. You know, I know the people who are listening to the podcast can't see it, but you've just pulled up our website, and I encourage yeah. people to go to our website and take a look at some of the things that we've done. It's HerBrooksFoundation.com, and of course, we're in all the social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and you know, we love cross-pollinating everything that has to do with hockey, whether it would be, you know, whether it's the uh, the Gophers or the Wild, and we have a tremendous relationship with the Wild, as you can imagine, mm -hmm. and I, I want to make sure, I'd be remiss if I didn't, you know, clearly state how, how tight we are with the Wild, and, and even though we were talking right now, and it's August 1st, if you can believe it, when we were talking about our golf tournament, Come December, we're going to have a wonderful holiday party at Herbie's on the Park. 
And, of course, the Wild very involved in that, and Jamie Spencer and Wayne Peterson and, and Rachel Schild. You know, we're, we're all going to, you know, we're, we're very tight with them. And, um, and we're getting very tight with the corporate community, too. I mean, people like United Properties and Bill Catter. He's, he's taken a liking to what we're doing. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to have a cookout with Cambria at the golf tournament. Nice. Uh, we've got some, uh, RJM Construction is getting involved with us. And, and they're in the business of helping uh, build hockey rinks all around. They, they did the St. Louis Park outdoor rink, which is a cool rink. Oh, man, that's and, an awesome yeah, place. And they, and they did the tree, they built the tree rink mm-hmm. also. And uh, and we have and so a lot of the kids get a chance also as part of what we do to skate at the tree rink. Isn't that awesome that they can go where the where the wild practices and yeah you know and then we have obviously rinks at Highland and Parade and in St Paul at Phelan and you know Herbie's old background so <laughs> so but we're just not the cities we're also in the metro area because as as we talked before we went on air here there's kids all over who might not have the financial or logistical means to to get involved in hockey. And they could be in New Hope, or they could be in Lakeville, or they could be in Shoreview. They could be almost anywhere. Yeah. And then we also need to go out state. We need to get up to Roseau or Moore Road. And, I lo- I lo- you know, it's interesting. We talked earlier about Doug Johnson getting together with Brian McClellan, who's the GM of the Caps, who brought the cup a couple Saturdays ago here. His wife is from Roseau, uh, Susie. And so he lives here in the off season and wanted to give back to the kids. And so what a thrill for all these kids to see the cup. Not only that, but Dan Brooks brought Herbie's gold medal too. Oh, and it got delivered. All oh, of it got delivered on a fire man. truck. I want to see that thing. So if you go to our website, you'll see the article. You'll see about 150 pictures. And it was just an awesome day. And, and kudos wow. to the Powderhorn, Powderhorn Park people. Uh, kudos to the, to the Minneapolis Fire Department. They were awesome. And the, and they were just awesome. terrific. So again, it's it's the blending of everybody having aligned interests yeah. For the kids. And we're all we're all parents. And I saw the picture of your daughter who took that header. Wow. <laughs> My daughter one time sliced her chin, but it didn't look as bad as that. So she well, you know what? We had a couple weeks ago we every now and then we'll go uh you know, like we'll go to Dairy Queen or something like that. And one just random whatever night it was, she wanted to wear her pink hel- hockey helmet. <laughs> Everywhere she went, she wore it to Dairy Queen, sat inside with it on. I think maybe we should bring that back and start wearing that everywhere we go, for the love of God. Um, you know what? There's one button on herbrooksfoundation.com that I really like. Which one's that? Donate now. You can just, <laughs> yep. you can just go there right now and just throw some cash. Yeah, you hear, hear what, what they're doing, what you're doing. Just go and just go make a, a donation. Oh, well, look at that. Go make a $19.80 gold medal donation just oh, for the hell of it. Isn't that clever? That's awesome. That is. That's great. I, I, I wish that's I could awesome. take credit for uh, having that idea. I mean, but, you can, that's uh, genius. Yeah, I mean, there are genius. lots of different levels, but I mean, you know. There's also a $198 one, or yeah. somebody could do three times 1980 if they want, or, one th- or do, if they're really generous, yeah, $1,980 $1, There you go. There's also a $50 donation. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I would urge you to just, you know what? You're not going to notice that twenty bucks. Just go make a nineteen dollar eighty donation right now, just for just for no reason. We whatsoever. would be grateful, and we will be sure to put it to good use. As I said earlier, we've got this amazing storage container that I don't know if our photo that photo is on our website, but it needs to be. Um, you should see it, it's it's up at the National Sports Center in Blaine, and um, it's it's where we keep all of our skates and helmets. And my Ooh. my predecessor, John McClellan, who was the executive director, terrific gentleman used to be the superintendent of the Centennial School District. He helped build the shelving where you can put the skates, you know, on the on the on the tracks. Sure. 
tremendous job. But when I took a picture of it, it was a hot summer day. Or it was her, earlier in June. I was out there with Callie Funk, who runs the Rink Rats program, who I mentioned earlier. I just looked at that and I said, this is unbelievable. We've got to merchandise this storage container because it basically it's all free. We got it through Paul Ospie, who works mm-hmm. with Neil Sheehy and their yep. agent, yep. The, and their relationship with the NHL Players Association. We got a lot of really high-quality equipment donated. Yeah. And so that's that's in the shed. And thank goodness for people like Maury's Auto, who's another key sponsor who helps drive a lot of the kids after school to the various rinks, which is one of the challenges what we all have is transportation. Right. And Maury's Auto has really stepped up. As a matter of fact, one of the... Um, Items and one of the the, the, the uh, events that we'll be having at the golf tournament is one of the closest to the pins is a Maserati. Now you don't get the Maserati, but you get to drive it for the weekend. Closest to the pin, I believe it's yeah. on number seven or number eight up at up at the Victory Links course. I'm gonna stick and that's that a one. fun. And that's I'm gonna that's, stick that one. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. That's gonna be some competition for that one. So they've been very it. helpful, and thank thankfully they also have a little storage facility that's in Golden Valley that we're going to be able to move some of our equipment so it's easier yeah, for us to get sure. to these other ranks. Uh, uh, you know, Blaine works nicely, but it's nice to have another place where it's a little bit more convenient so Callie doesn't have to load up the SUV all the time. <laughs> right. So, um, and thankfully, at least the, the, the equipment doesn't smell like it does when you come out Oof, of the rink, and yeah. that's a smell you never... Yeah. Never forget. Yeah, the kids. I like gear don't only after a couple of years, and they they don't they don't get to put it in the house anymore. I totally get what my mom always complained about with my brother yeah. and I's gear. It it it, it reeks. I uh, it stink. Ten ish years ago, I discovered it's and it's no it's not it's a made up thing. Hook system. I just I just put hooks on the walls in the garage, and I hang the the jerseys, the undergear, the the jock, the skates, <laughs> and. It still has that smell, but it doesn't have the funk. It doesn't yeah. like when I open my bag, it doesn't go, Oh my yeah. god. You don't get punched in the face by it. <clears throat> no, there's well, no punch in the face. Well, yesterday, as I was doing walkthrough for our golf tournament, you, you know, we're over at the Welcome Center by the NSC and you walk right by the super rink, which by the way, is the largest hockey first of all, the NSC is the largest sports amateur facility in the whole world. I mean, you got a championship level golf course, you got a velodrome. Which a lot of people don't. If a velodrome is yeah. where you cyclists ride the go, bikes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ride your got, bike sideways. You got fifty-five or so soccer fields. You got a brand new volleyball, basketball court that's phenomenal. Anyway, I was walking over to the super rink where Pete Carlson and he's a, one of our strategic partners, also on the board, who's just terrific. Um, there were some kids, you know, because there's always activity there, and that's also where the Herbrooks Training Center is, and and our Herbrooks rink is over there as well, and a bunch of high end high school players and college players. And you should see the wall, Justin Johnson's wall up there, former players. I oh, we've, think we've your seen picture's it. up there. Yeah, we've yeah you've seen it. seen it. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. seen it. And um, anyway, as I walk to go from my office to the golf course, just to take a look at some logistical things, there were a whole bunch of kids that had their hockey gear spread out in front of the super rink to air it out. And mm-hmm. that's about the only way you'll, you'll be able to sans your hook yeah. is, uh, is, to, is to help air out mm-hmm. the breezers and, and oh, yeah. the, the pads. So well, There's oh, a yeah. washing machine, too, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. believe in that. I don't it's got to ruin the, the pads, uh, though. Yeah, it's got to stink a little. They, they build the, the, the big sanitizing machines now. That Those work pretty well. Yeah. There's most pretty much all the NHL teams have those, and, yeah, they, they the equipment managers know who needs it most. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. Were you one of those? I don't think so. No, you didn't sweat like a... 
Well, I mean, I a sweat, horror but I don't, I don't think I, I'm, I'm not one of the, the really stinky sweaters. I mean, not that I smell good by so any means. So you're saying your sweat don't stink, is that what you're that saying? That is exactly what I'm saying, I guess. Hmm. Hey, John, do you have a, uh, we kind of both shared, do you have a favorite Herb Brooks moment? You know, it's funny. Um, I was a junior in college outside of Washington, D.C. I was at the University of Maryland. That's where I went to college. Terrapin? Yep. Yeah, guys didn't play hockey there. Remember I told no. you about 12,800 Washingtonians? Who, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember going, it was the day that uh, there was a Maryland basketball game going on. And I remember getting ready to walk up by uh, Coalfield House, which is where the Terps used to play hoops. Now they play whatever, Xfinity Center or Comcast. And I remember, because it was 1980 and I'm a junior in college and I'm supposed to, you know, get immersed in the college environment. And, 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 you know, people may not know, and this is what's important about us passing on to the next generation. It was more than just a sporting event. Mm -hmm. It was a political moment Mm -hmm. that was going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we were, we were at war. We had all kinds of issues with the Carter administration. And here I am in the greater Washington, D.C. area. By the way, University of Maryland is all of about seven miles outside of Washington, D.C., and all of us used to go there and, and, you know, back then the drinking age was only 18. So, you, you know, you, you could drive into DC as a college kid and, and you do that, you go into Georgetown on Thursday night or whatever, but that, that's a whole nother story. But, <laughs> but um, another episode, but, but I remember the thrill of watching these guys, you know, Mark Johnson, Mike Ruzioni, Rob McClanahan, Buzzy Schneider. And I, I mean, here's a guy, you know, and we didn't grow up playing hockey. We grew up playing baseball, basketball, football. We didn't golf either. I mean, we were just regular guys. And um, I just marveled at the skill level. And then to think that they're they're about my age. They were a little bit older. Most of the guys are a little bit older than me, but they were about my age. And I would just marvel at it. And it was such a moment of pride for us as a country at that point to knock off the the Red Army, the Russians, you know, who were pros. The professionals. They, they were. were unbelievable. And they it were. was such an unbelievable game. And what a lot of people don't remember, it wasn't the way it wasn't the same format that they have nowadays. Right. Had the United States lost to Finland and they were losing the two days later, they would not have won the gold. There was some different type of a point system mm-hmm. back then. There yep. was a scenario where they actually didn't medal, I believe. Yeah. So, and then if I, I want to say Pelle Lindbergh was the goalie yeah. for Sweden. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, for Finland in that. Or, or, or the, fin, the Finnish goalie was a former yep. big-time player. I'm going to look it up because we have Google. Yeah. And um, so my my re- initial moment was that. Now, I knew about Gopher Hot, University of Minnesota, you know. East Coast, I thought, what, people freeze to death if they live in Minnesota. And then when I moved <laughs> here 21 Arsley years ago, true. even a lot of my friends, you know, and I'm also, um, I'm from Allentown, PA, which is Philadelphia Eagle country. Of course, with the Super Bowl here, all my buddies was, how the heck do you live? And they've been saying that for years to me. Mm-hmm. How do you live up there when it's, you know, fe- minus 20 in February? Well, I said, that's not so bad. It's when you get two feet of snow on April 15th. That's when it's tough that's to live here. That's a problem. Yeah. And um, so, so that was one of my first really great thoughts uh, and, and how her Brooks resonated with me. But, but Mark, you mentioned team France. I remember being downtown in Minneapolis at a very small private function, maybe 50 people. And it was right after Herb coached team France. And I remember him coming over to our table and we were talking about how, how in the world team France knocked off team USA. I, I'm, yeah. I can't believe you're on that team. Yep. That's, that's something. Yeah. And he well, that's had part a, of the reason that they yeah. were able to knock off yeah, Team USA. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had this twinkle in his eye talking about that because it showed that coaches do make a difference. Mm-hmm. 
and at a lot of different levels. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, he was so engaging. I mean, I couldn't believe that here's the guy that had the gold medal that is his inspiration and icon and all the, the names we've been throwing out about him. And he's hanging out just talking to us like regular guys on yeah. the street like yeah. that he just met. And I've heard countless stories like this. And so whenever I tell people, hey, I've worked with the Herb Brooks, they, like, uh, they almost stop me in my tracks to tell me their special yeah. Herb yeah. Brooks story. So we have an obligation, and my role as the executive director working with the board of directors is I have to steward that brand. We yeah. have to be careful who we align with and make sure that we're with like-minded individuals in terms of trying to grow the game. And, every, you know, and, and who we want to partner with. But what's really terrific is in this state, it makes it pretty easy yeah. because everybody is, is kind of on the same page with this. And who doesn't want your kid to be successful and do well in school? You know, the other thing about sports is think about yourselves. When you were busy, you probably did pretty well in school too. You didn't have a lot of free time to, to mess around. You, you had to stay focused. Sports does that. And yeah. So what parent doesn't want their kid to have um, an educational component to what we're doing. That's what we're doing with our coaches. Joe Dizek does a, I mean, boy, is he, he's a terrific coach. Yes, he is. He's done great amazing job in Minneapolis. And yeah. And there's pictures on the website of, you know, uh, you know, of of him with the cup with his Minneapolis team. And, and he, he's just the kids. He just, the kids gravitate toward him. And uh, and we, we just have just a tremendous group of people involved with us. And, the golf tournament is, is a big deal, and, and, you know, we didn't even talk about some timing here. I was actually just going to bring okay. that up. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about growing the game, you know, sadly, he even passed away out growing the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? He yeah. was out, you know, gra- basically grassroots. I mean, wasn't he, mm-hmm. was it a golf tournament? Yeah, he was. He yeah. was playing in the U.S. Hockey. Yeah, he was, yeah. Up, he was up in Blobic, I think it was, Blobic, at the okay. U.S. Hockey fame. Apparently, he was in the group. With John Mayasic and Ron Peltier. Ron Peltier mm-hmm. is the CEO of Home Services, which is Edina Realty. Sure. And with Herb, and we're trying to figure out who the heck the fourth player was. Uh, oh, we're we trying to know, find huh? out who the fourth is. And now what? Uh, and and so, just to give you a little, it, it, it's going to be almost. It's 15 years ago on August 11th. Yeah. Now this coming Sunday, August 5th, Herb would have turned 81. The next day is our. 12th annual Herb Brooks golf celebrity golf classic. And, um, and then on the 11th would be the 15th year of his passing. I mentioned Pat McLeddy earlier. Uh, Ooh, who's uh, playing. He's the best. Pat, Pat's that. awesome. The whole and family. The McLeddy family. Yeah. I mean, come on. Awesome. Mick, the name McLeddy in this state is gold too. Yep. Right. And, um, by the way, I just want to say it, Pat McLeddy, for whatever reason, as great as he is on, I still think he's an underrated, just, person in general oh he's super his yeah. name i mean even as good as their name is i feel like pat just doesn't get the credit he deserves well sometimes. let's let's take it among the three of us to to elevate that then because we think the world of him i personally yep. do he's great i know he's had some tough physical issues but he's going to gut it out and play in a golf tournament too um you know he's their royalty also oh yeah i mean oh, Nicoletti yeah. Sure. is royalty Nicoletti's Broughton's, and, i mean those are those yeah. are yeah, iconic names are, in this yeah. state. and you know we've got brian lawton play i'm looking through you know and, and we're also just not hockey don barber Former NFL player yeah. went to Wyzetta High School. He's playing in the tournament. He's given back also. Um, Chorsky, Danny Cameranzi, who played on the Olympic gold medal team of 2018. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I was I was in Cabo 
with my wife on we were on vacation. That's tough. I, I stayed up to like one thirty in the morning yeah. watching. That oh yeah. And had, oh, and the crazy bar I was uh, down in the lower level of the resort. <laughs> they the lights went out right after. Uh, Monique Lamoureux scored oh. to tie the game. To, not the one who made the unbelievable, not Jocelyn. Yeah. Monique, tie, and all of a sudden the lights go out. It's like, hello, what, what, uh, what, what are you guys doing here? It's a she, joke. And then, it's a horrible yeah. joke. Yeah. And then um, I said, do me a favor. There's six minutes to go. I'll go up to my room and watch it. You know, the overtime. If, I hope, you know, if there isn't, you know, didn't sure. know what was going to go on. There was a great game. So, so, so Danny, who's from Plymouth, uh, she's going to be there. We're, we're uh, Winnie Winnie Bro Brown, who's involved with us on our board, who's who's really salt of the earth. And the, I always say she's wonderful. She's the real deal. Mm-hmm. I always use she's that line deal. too. The real deal. She is. And uh, Mike Ramsey's son Jack. Mike was on the even though he's not Absolutely, playing. Yep. He, he he's another one of the miracle guys. His son Jack, terrific player. He's going to play in the golf outing. We beat the crap out of his team in Lake Placid. There you go. Uh, and you know what? We <laughs> got some of the guys. Back. Coach Christian would appreciate me talking smack about everybody. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Well, and then we got a bunch. We got a handful of the UMD guys who are na- uh, the national championship guys going to be playing too. Riley Tufty, who's going to be big time player. Mm-hmm. Do they make Sandberg. golf clubs that long? Yeah, yeah. Dylan Sandberg, who played on the World Juniors yep. team, yep. and Perunovic, who was all- Scott Perunovic, who was also on that World Juniors team. They're playing too. I just hope they all remember. And we got to make sure we email them all. Right. We text. We better text them, not email them. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. text them to make sure they know to show up at eleven o'clock. And you know, and so the golf outings up at, at Victory Links, which is a great course. I mean, yes, yes, it is. It's a link very style. underrated in my well, opinion. and we're playing from the Blues. So we're going to make this one a challenge. It's going to be 6,800 yards. Yeah. Great. Yeah, we're going 6,800 <laughs> yards. Blues for the guys. It, it's the best ball, yeah? Yes, it's scramble? scramble format. Okay, Somebody no else will mulligans. be teeing off then. No mulligans. No mulligans. No mulligans. Par is your friend. We're yeah. playing it back. G- women can play from the Reds. And we have a fair amount of women playing, too. And, uh, so, and, and then if you're over 65, which none of us are, although I'm approaching it, um, you can play from the Silvers. And uh, but we've got. What if you hit it like you're 65? Can I play? Well, then you can move up. You can, Paul. You're 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 a VIP. You can do whatever you want. Somebody else will be somebody else will be teeing off. I have a feeling. Right. I have a feeling that I we won't be hitting many of my tee shots. And then we've got you know Alice Goligoski. Oh, uh, Thomas Vanek is playing. Oh wow. We we got a lot of really great names. And like I said earlier, we've got a lot of great groups. The RBC people are you know Dan. Dan and Tom Sagasor involved, and Rob Andringa, he he's going to be part of. I mean, it's like a who's who. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, like I said a while ago, we've got some great corporate support uh, between RJM Construction, United Properties, Cambria, Platinum Bank is a really interesting sponsor who's going to be sponsoring our putting green. So we have a, we have you know we're really spreading the word, and and we need to do more of it. And so you mentioning uh, Paul earlier. People hit the donate button. That would be great. You know, we're in bu- You know, we're open for business all year round. You know, yep. so it's not just the golf tournament. It's not just the holiday party, which will probably be a little bit different at Herbie's. It'll probably be you know business dress and husbands and wives and girlfriends and boyfriends, and we'll probably have a silent auction. We've got some really uh, in my office. I've got this a uh, couple of these beautifully framed hockey puck. Uh, I don't even what you call them, but everybody signed them. Yeah, 
they, they should go for twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars each, and they're all authenticated, and awesome. they're beautiful, like triangular frames, like a shadow box. Style yes, thing, exactly. Okay. That you'll see. Yes, exactly. And Very cool. we've got two of them left, and I and I will. I, I think the appropriate venue for that would be the holiday party. Yeah, yeah. We'll get yep. maybe an auctioneer. Yeah. Who helps you know really help us raise a lot of money for yeah. that? You definitely and, want to. Pick your spots on where those. Yes. Where you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And, and so, getting back to the golf tournament, if I can, you know, the other thing is every year the Herb Brooks Foundation inducts a Youth Hall of Fame member, and this year we're inducting the late great Bob Souter, who's Ryan's dad, who was on the '80 Olympic team, mm-hmm. and obviously we're doing it posthumously. He died a few years ago. Great player. I, you know, it's funny um, when you talk to Dan Brooks, he'll say. That among, you know, the Michelettis were like among his favorites, you know, Dan always said among, the, which is good because you don't want to offend anybody. Right. But right there with it is Bob Suter. Yeah. Everybody and, says that about Bob. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you look at what he did for the game and the idea is growing again, getting back to growing the game and doing great stuff for kids, you know, in Madison, what they've done there. And so, you know, we're going to be inducting him last year. The Broad family was inducted. You know, we've got a who's who. Moose Youngins has been. In Moose. He, he's in our Hall of Fame. Mr. Hubbard from uh, Hubbard Broadcasting was our second inductee. I mean, so what we need to do is continue to take these people who care mm-hmm. and just ask them to get more involved. Um, and, and that's the public at large, too. I and mean, we just have to ask, yeah. hey, would you like to be involved? And we need volunteers. We need people to help shake things up with the corporate community. Um, you know, and, and it's really all about helping kids get involved and, and instead of looking, leaning forward in, into a screen and it's, it's getting them to really become productive members of our society. And we need it. You know, every day you read something terrible, uh, or hear about it on the news, but we're all trying to do something good. And sports is, like I said earlier, a great avenue or vehicle yeah, to do so. Absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. So 12th annual Herb Brooks Foundation Celebrity Golf Tournament this Monday, uh, August 6th. 180 golfers, you said, right? Yep. Holy moly. We are stacked. Drive. We've been sold out, and thank you to everybody who has spread the word and that. And, you know, everybody wants to play golf. I mean, hockey Absolutely. and golf. Yeah. They're and, and on. Yeah. yeah. And it's gonna, we'll have a nice dinner. We're going to have, like I said earlier, the Cambria cookout. We'll have a couple grills going. And then there'll be a dinner, uh, the awards dinner and presentation. We've got a lot of cool raffle prizes. I mean, Kelly, Kelly Paradise, you know, she gathers it up and she, yeah. man, she knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, like you said, it's sold out, but come sit on a hole. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. Come and watch, come watch the broad. And you know, if I thought about with the Broughton brothers, maybe I should wear this hat. Um, yeah, they might not, they, yeah, they may not be th- so thrilled. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, the, yeah, sure I'm there for that, please. Yeah. Aaron and Paul <laughs> are playing. No, um, I don't think I haven't I'll, heard if Neil upset. will make it. I don't want to upset those guys. Yeah, no. and Neil's got the knees. I don't and you know, know and, and, and the NSC, you know, where we're at, they have a couple groups, and they're bringing up Mike Antonovich, who's a nice. <laughs> yeah, and that's perfect. And, and and it's funny. So we're going to put Antonovich in that group, and probably Perunovich in the other NSC group. That way, we have the inches. <laughs> Richard, Richard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John, thank you for coming in. Thanks Appreciate for it. Me. Thank yeah, you very yeah, much. I'm looking forward to the golf you. tournament. It's going to be a blast. Good. Obviously, uh, like I said, with all the names that you just dropped. You just come out and sit on a hole and watch everybody go by, if nothing else. Um, click that donate button. And, uh, I mean, it's it's a tremendous cause. So, again, Thanks, guys. thank you. Thank you. Really Absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you. It. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Uh, are you going to be at the BD League tonight, or am I coaching alone? I will be there. You will? I will be there tonight. That's terrific. Yep. We need it. We need you. We need a win. We started we'll off strong. Now that, we're is one. Is that what happens when I, when I leave you to do 
We had a better record while I, when you were gone last year. So don't go to that. Last Can I jump year in on that? is over yeah. and done with. You know, speaking, and I did not mean to to be remiss and forget about the the beauty league. Yeah, uh, you know, we're Herb one Brooks of the, a, yeah, we're yeah. one of the. Oh yeah. Thank goodness for Octagon Hockey and Ben Hankinson. We are one of the benefactors of what goes on with the with the beauty league, and you know, and the other league that we're we're getting that we're involved with is the high school elite league. Mike Steinhauser's group, and mm-hmm. and so we're doing more of that too. So I I'm sorry I didn't mention that's that okay. when no I was worries. talking earlier. No worries. We get we sidetrack people yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yes. that is a great place for us to be. Uh, it's a it's a fantastic. I mean the, the beauty. I mean I love that you got to love the name because they're all you're all beauty. Mm-hmm. It's it's we've said it we've we've talked about it a lot. We it it's the it's a classic win 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 win. I mean the audience gets to the crowd gets to watch an unbelievable brand of skilled hockey. Uh, the guys get to get in shape, and it all goes to a great cause. Yeah, you know, yeah. multiple great causes. So it's yeah, you you can't you can't beat it. And the beauty a, league is a beauty for sure. And there's a lot of planning that goes into that oh, too. Yeah. I yep. mean, just Jackie who works with uh, Ben, who's their office manager. I mean, she's she's a saint. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, uh, all those guys, Ballard oh McAlpine. Oh, they sent me some pictures uh, of of what Edina or Bramer, I should say. Yeah, looks like the ice rink. Uh, looks like when they're getting it set up, it's. Wow, talk about a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Good Lord. Lots of stuff. Yes. Lots of stuff. So I had to mention those leagues. And then, you know, we also, one last thing is, you know, as we, even though we're in summer, we, we need to have a greater presence around the pond hockey stuff too, which I want to do. And, uh, and then of course the, you know, Minnesota hockey day, which, which is just yeah. one of the all time great events. Mm-hmm. I mean, what FSN does, it's, it's just fantastic. So. Again, sorry, I, I had sorry. to jump in on that. Okay, all no good, worries. all good, all good. So we uh, we're eight o'clock tonight. Uh, we need to get back uh, in the winners column. Sorry, Jim Rich, my bad. Jim, Jim, we're we're working here. Damn it, Jim. Um, well, yeah, Jim's... we got to get back in the winners column tonight. Yes, yes. Okay, I got to jump in one more time. Jim said he's going to probably come out to the golf outing and do some live shots at the five o'clock news, well, which would be great. Better, yeah, yeah. yeah. He needs he's not. With that, yeah. you let me know. He's I'll out. get over there and lean yeah. on that guy. Well, you know what? You just text him right now. He's interrupting the podcast already. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to get his ass over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Team Walzer tonight. Hopefully get back in the win column. Yes. Uh, we need it. Uh, and I just got a confirmation while we were podcasting. Next week's guest is locked in. Nice. Who's that? This plays in the NHL. His name's David Backus. He's got Who's David awesome... Backus? Yeah, he's... Well, He. I think he... A guy played longer than you in the league. Well, that's not hard. A lot of guys do that. Oh, okay. Well, he played for less teams. S- Spring Lake Park. He's finest. not done yet. He's only played for two. He's got a long ways to go. Just saying he's not done yet. Well, you're right. He could play for 15 more before he's right? done. Who Look knows? at Cully. <laughs> Going after Gordie Howe's record. Most decades played. Uh, <laughs> David Back is going to join us next week. He's got an awesome event coming up. It'll be it'll be fun to... Uh, and I've only I, I met him one time by chance last week here at the station, and yeah, great guy, really really good guy. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling you two should be able to, to hit some pretty decent stories. Did you play? You you guys weren't in the league together, were you? Or were you? Yeah. When he was like twelve. Not that old. <laughs> Bastard. Uh, <laughs> so David Backus joins next week. Uh, Parish Fletcher podcast. What episode was it again? Eight million seven hundred fifty-six thousand and two. I think that's actually pretty close to what you close. said the first I time. Yeah, something like yeah. that. <laughs> and it'll finish with a two. Um, oh, this is cool. Sodastick.com. 
think if it's not live yet, it will be very soon. In fact, it might be live on the interwebs before this actually gets uploaded. Uh, Landon has made Wiffle Wars 2 jerseys. You can buy a, one of your own and customize it. Sweet. And they're only like 50 bucks. That's awesome. And then I think if you use Paris Fletcher at checkout, you probably get the sodastick.com's uh sodastick. I don't even know where I was going with the sodastick.com again, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can get Wiffle Wars 2. Uh, we've got some um, some some players to uh, add some uh, to the Wiffle Wars rosters that you locked in. We're not going to say them yet. We'll roll them out on the social medias. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but you you yeah, came we up do it the big. Right way. Yeah, you you yeah. I mean, a, a little late, but you came up big with some. Uh, I'm a procrastinator. No, I know. Trust me, you're killing me most <laughs> of the time. Uh, from the SodaStick.com studios, go get yourself a Wiffle Wars two jersey powered by Warrior Hockey. Grab that uh, that QR edge. I'm telling you. Remember. I've talked about in the past the covert QRL changed my shot. To prove that I'm honest, the Alpha didn't do much for me. The stick they released last year. Eh. This QR edge actually improved on that shot that I changed my shot. So it changed, rechanged my shot. It re That should be their hashtag. Rechange your shot. Change your shot again. Make your shot even better or that sounds like something we made up for sure. Rechange your shot. <laughs> Parrish Fletcher, episode 80 bajillion, whatever it was. 765,002. See you later and stuff. Oh, my friends coming now tonight. Oh, my friends coming now tonight. Oh, my friends coming now tonight. Now we take it loose. And then we make it right. Oh, my friends coming out tonight. Oh, my friends coming out tonight. Oh, my friends coming out tonight. Now we take it loose.